what was prison like? So are you like hardened? Like, do you know how to make a shift? You should see some of the collection that I have at home. Hey guys, so we had so many questions for Dr. Chi Soon Juan that we decided to split this into two parts. This is your daily catch up. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Uh, like, on behalf of Jonathan Paul, because he's always very curious about like, jail, <laughs> jail life. He looks confused. <laughs> oh yeah, sure. But he has like that's on the podcast. Um, what was prison like? Is it like the movies? Especially for you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it was, you know, um, a very trying period. I, I think I've lost count, but I must have been in and out for more than a dozen occasions wow. already. Damn. Um, so are the, you like hardened? Like, do you know how to make a shift? You should see some of the collection that I have at home, but I can tell you really some of the, the tricks in there, you know, Ooh, uh-huh. like, like how they, they, they managed to actually, uh, I hope I'm not revealing too much for my, my cellmates. He's, but he's not talking about himself. Yeah. So how you can knows. get this little towel and then you can just pull out strings from there <gasps> and then through time just, you know, weave in a little string in there, then you can tie it up to one end right. of the wall and just kind of place Hang stuff. Hang oh. stuff on it. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They're just trying to improve quality of yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anybody. So if you watch Maximum Security by CNA, yeah. Yeah. all he wanted was an extra Another hook. hook. <laughs> like just one an extra hook but for see, my tower. But you don't need you don't need um, hooks, you see. What you do is you take your rice. Whoa. No you know, way, right? Just put a bit of water and then let it dry. Right? And then through time you can fashion into a little hook and then just Put on no, the wall. no, like oh, what yeah. makes no, it stay on the wall on a wet towel? It's strong enough, you see. You do it, I'll put water behind it and just kind of stay. And you got to build it through time. Like. You make a little hook and then you tie it. Oh my wow. god. By the time you mention your hook, you got to go out, right? Because it's not a very long sentence. You do your, your daily ablutions, you know, in the cell itself as well, right? And I mean the, the more okay. icky yeah. part of it. <laughs> and then you very quickly learn that if you have, they serve you orange, don't throw the peel away. Because right. that can actually just give a little bit more fragrance and the skin, the peel will absorb a bit of the odor that comes through. Ooh. So these are things. Yeah. Yeah. Is that where the orange, in, uh, orange and teal came from? Ah. <laughs> oh my God. No, no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> I assure you that's not what. <laughs> well, actually, I could, I could sit and listen to an hour of you just telling us like prison tricks. Yeah, prison yeah. tricks yeah. in case, right? But yeah. you, cannot, you cannot let out too much. Can't let yeah, Come and they'll... You the first how old were you the first time you went to went into prison? I think it was just about when my my eldest was born. Oh, sorry, so mic. that was 1999. 1999. I was. Did they know who you were? Yeah, yeah. It was it was quite a, a big situation at the time when I gone in. You see, the whole idea was that they wanted to break you yeah. and make sure that you committed crime, and if you succumb to it. Then you you, are, you 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 almost have to just then begin to think yourself as a criminal. By the time I was very clear in my own head that you know I was in there for me for exercising my rights as a citizen, legitimate, true blue Singaporean, and I yeah. had nothing to to apologize for. Yeah. Uh, so I then I went in. I remember you know you, you had to whenever anywhere you go you walk right, but the minute you stop you had to squat. Right. Doesn't matter whether you're standing outside the, the the doctor's office or the administration's office, and I refused to. Right, and then I remember that at some point they were asking me why and everything. I just told them, you know, I only squat, right, because if I know that I've committed a crime in this case, you know, and so on and so forth. And then just at one point, I remember I don't know why I was feeling very very ill, uh, and, and they brought me down to the sick bay, uh, and this is. Uh, uh, no joke it was in the old Queenstown prison no longer there mm. I remember going to sickbay and then they put me on the on a bed without mattress so you're effectively lying on the, the 
metal plate and they carved, uh, handcuffed you to one side of the bed. And then I remember this, I needed to go to the toilet. I needed to, to, to pee. And so I said, how do I get to pee? Then the guy uh, uh, told me that the guy behind says, there's a bottle, right? Uh, um, underneath your, your bed, I couldn't see now. So I looked, I couldn't see. So it says, just take a towel. What they do is this, uh, uh, try to hook it around and then drag it out, you see? Right. So okay, so I did that. Oh, this towel is there. Like, who who taught you? Like a fellow, the guy that was list, that's on the next bed, now. Oh, okay. 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 So, right. so I, I tried to do it, and then no, but he didn't tell me that the bottle was half full of urine already. Oh, like, oh my god! Then at the time, I just I said enough or enough. So I called the, the the guy that was on duty, and so then he said, okay, okay. So, but then normally you cannot know he was a peer, and so unchained me. So I changed my went to the toilet and I looked in the I looked in the toilet bowl. Oh my god, there's a blood in there. And people somebody at months had thrown up in there and I don't know why it was not flushed and everything. I thought Do you take an orange? Is it alright? Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> and I said, okay, it's okay, yeah, I'll, I'll do it in the bottle and that kind of thing. So it was right. I, I don't know, it was just that whole Yeah. 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 My is a place that's meant to yeah. break you up. Jail I, I and the yeah, 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 but I don't want to imagine jail in like the nineties. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not pleasant, or even in the even now, like I was so surprised that they don't have beds. You know, why would they have beds? Why do you need a mattress? I, no. I don't know. Like, I, I mean, you look at the US one is like very hardened, right? Like they rape you in the ass all the time. No, Tuesday, but wouldn't one, you rather if there's bed, okay? So wouldn't you rather there's no mattress because then you don't have the risk of bed bugs, especially when everybody's coming in and out? Why would you want to risk bed bugs or lice? No, I would just presume that there's disease. a bed, then there's some hygiene form like you make me clean. Who's going to wash the yourself, bed? Where? Then they, like, With mattress cleaner. <laughs> Hi, no, can see, I request more Febreze? You see like Thanks. NS, they, they just enforce certain standards in which you do yourself. It's not somebody come and clean for you, but they just kind of force you to clean it. Lah. But okay, moving on. <laughs> but I think some yep. things are the same. My friend had to give birth chained to the bed. Oh, Wait, God. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa, she, whoa, whoa. You, you, when you give birth in prison, she went in for like meth. She was like chained to the bed. But I mean, oh. there's no risk of her doing meth. Like, where is she going to get it, right? She was in prison, but yeah. Yeah, but it's part of punishment. But like. I think it's like symbolic. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. Interesting. No, but speaking of like, so I mean, you mentioned like you, you were doing it and the squatting and you felt like you didn't bring any laws, but there were several protests or like rallies that you held that you didn't have the license for, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And that's kind of where they, they kind of used the technique. You see, those were, again, those pre-speakers corner days and there was no place that you could go to for, you know, uh, to, to, to be able to just speak freely and with your fellow citizens, you see. So uh, that was when I went to uh, Raffles Place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But thereafter, it just, you know, uh, got a little conversation going and there's a few people asking, why not? Why can't we have a freedom of speech venue? At that time, nobody talked about Hong Lim. And then I remember Lee Kuan Yew actually conducting an interview with some New York Times journalists. And then they asked him pointedly, why can't you have, why can't Singaporeans enjoy that, you know? And to my surprise, he said, yeah, we'll probably do that. Mm. So that's when they came up with the idea and then they decided to have Hong Lim uh, Park uh, as a, you know, speaker's corner. Mm. But at that time, you know, it was very different. Right. You couldn't gesticulate, you couldn't have a, uh, use, they call it voice enhancement. So bullhorn was also not allowed. So no speakers, no nothing. Uh, and you couldn't, you, you know, chant, you know, slogans, that kind of thing. So it's, to me, it was a human rights joke like, at that time. <laughs> so when we continue to hold, engage protests and so on and so forth at Speaker's Corner now, yeah. right? And I just remember there was a standoff that we had with the police that lasted over three days. Literally, you know, we didn't go home. We just sat there, yeah. slept there three days. And, you know, there was some big conference going on, international conference going on at the same time. But we wanted to register the point that we, we, we needed to have a, um, a place where Singaporeans could gather and freely express themselves, you see. Was that your hunger strike? I'm sorry. No, it wasn't. There, there was no, uh, no. Um, in no. the 2000s already. And so later on then, uh, at that time, it was, I'm not sure, I think it was Go Chok Tong at the time was still a prime minister and he says, okay, we'll liberalize the lo- rules. And so now you could do what, you know, you see people doing at Speaker's Corner. Yeah. Uh, music and so on and so forth but of course still restrictions like, I don't think we're there yet mm-hmm. but it's at least you know uh, um, slowly you know Rome wasn't built in a day so let, let's get to it uh, incrementally but this is uh, aware uh, that history uh, um, will show that we 
we just want to do the what was right by our yeah. citizens, our country. And we'll get there. We'll get there. Do you feel a sense of achievement? Because I think like quite a lot of this progress almost of like, I guess you could say democracy, you could say freedom of speech to an extent in your views. Like, do you feel like you were responsible for a lot of this well, progress? I, you know, people make contributions. As I said, you know, in the 60s, you know, people started on, you know, and through yeah. the, the years, through the decades. And, and you, you're, you're one of them. Right, so you know whatever you can do to add to the whole process, and it is a process. Yeah, you know, uh, and then I'm sure that people will come up as they are right now. You call them some of the activists right now are still at it. Pushing. Yes, pushing on, on these issues, and you know um, that's what evolution development mm. is, like, Political do, evolution. Do you yeah, think definitely. Oh, it's like sorry. It's definitely it's like a collaborative process. I mean. Yes, you did speak openly about gay rights. 2006, you brought on, you know, the first openly gay politician into SDP. But then it's also the hard work of people in Ping Dot, the people who are pushing for it, the Ping Dot ambassadors, the people who go every year and sit mm. at Hong Lim Park, the young people that bother to educate themselves and are responding favorably on the IPS surveys that the change mm. comes about. So, like, I don't know if how much you can yeah. go on. I don't discount yeah, but, yeah, for you, sure. but what I respect is that you did it when it was hard it's very easy mm. for me to vote on an yeah. IPS survey and be like yes I support <laughs> right it's very easy for me to go down to Ping Dot and just mm. hang out at the park but it's not easy when it feels like you're one of the only voices yeah, like yeah. At some point, that's yeah. not easy because you're a man of strong morals or, or values right you stick by your values and at some point family also have your own values and your responsibility to take care of your family also you know, this infringes your ability to be able to take care of family or give them the life you think they deserve. That's that trade off. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I wanted to say that, you know, don't discount what you're doing here. I don't mean to put you guys in a difficult spot, but it's this kind of discussion, this kind of thing that, you know, young folks get to hear and see and get to realize that, hey, it is an important aspect of our lives, right? And, and the more, kind of, whether you agree or not, that's a different matter altogether, right? But the very fact that we can uh, um, have this conversation, now that's, that's significant. That, that's huge. Don't, I'm saying, don't minimize it. Don't downplay it. It is an important part of life. Uh, yeah. That what you guys are doing. Yeah, because the like, fighting for democracy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Freedom warriors. Yeah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> John, I'm a PAP supporter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, I, I, I did, I did vote. I did vote. No, okay, I vote both. I, I did hey, don't vote. Say, don't uh, say it's a secret. Okay, no, why? Your vote is your it's a secret. <laughs> yeah. to, to, no, I don't know why, it actually. means they can't tell people what I voted. It doesn't oh, mean it's I okay. It's okay for you to reveal. You don't understand why that, right? No, no, it's okay for you to reveal. They're saying they're not like tracking your vote to see what yeah, you yeah, voted, yeah, yeah, yeah. but you don't have to keep it secret. But I mean, the premise is that they want they they assume that you want to keep it a secret. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Because it's like, why would you want to say that? <laughs> Speaking of your values and your morals, like personally right now, what is a policy that you feel is most pressing that needs to be changed? I, I've, I've spoken at length about our education system. Not, not, not because I, I'm, you know, in, in, the, in academia, but I, I just feel that it's very much a part of how you guys grow up, right? The, your, your views, your worldviews, what you accept and what you don't everything comes from during your formative years, mm. right? And what you hear, you read in school and so on and so forth. I think that's hugely important, you see. Uh, but it's just not policy in that sense. And I don't mean education in terms of our, our, our educational system. I mean how we grow up to be citizens, right? How you see yourself as a member of society. That's all part and parcel of how you were brought up. Education, whether it's at home or whether in school. These are things that are, I think form our value system. Now, if you're going to just limit it, everything that what you do and, and here is just make money, get good grades. Why? Because if you don't get grades, you look at the auntie over there sweeping floor or the guy picking up garbage, right. that you're going to end up That I, I, I say, look, let's have different way of looking at, at um, life and, and value you know, honesty, integrity, hard work, that kind of thing, rather than just keep looking at the guy sitting at the pinnacle of, I don't know what building there are, uh, and just saying, hey, drawing big bucks, banker, and this and other. And I just think it's a very sad commentary on, on our society. And which country you think has the closest model to what you have in mind? I Right now, I mean, it's not 
something which I see as a system that's perfect that we should emulate. I think we we have our own value system. We're just nestled here in Southeast Asia. We grew up in a certain region with our own outlook. But I think systems can be uh, uh, created and modified, you know, uh, uh, to see how we begin to uh, want to craft our own system that's suitable for us, you see. But mm. at the very, very basic level, uh, the government needs to listen to the people. What kind of system we have after what kinds of, of regulations we have in place, that's secondary. But the very, very basic is that the people must be the bosses. That is, is that fundamental. And elections come, as I said, come and can come and go. Ruling parties can come and go. Right. But the system, the institutions must be in place. And that one institution that we must have is that ability to speak up, to be able to gather, whether it's here in this private room or whether it's in, in public, and express views. And we should be able to go on at each other and be butt heads in terms of um, our differences in views. But at the end of it all, we must be able to express ourselves and then at the very end, be able to cast that vote freely Mm. and fairly and that's how that system should uh, come to mm. whether you're talking about you know here in, uh, in Asia or whether it's in, in um, the Americas or in Europe itself you know they're also grappling and finding their way and so should mm. we use it so, so if we tie it back to like upbringing right and the importance of educating the young right um, from an early age like was there was there any particular like Anything unconventional about the way you brought up your own children? When they were little, I did, just didn't want them to um, get onto their devices. So I never really um, give them the option of, you know. No iPhone. Pick up your iPhone. At that time, it was no iPhone. <laughs> oh my God. No. <laughs> so, I, you know, weekends, I trot them off to um, the library and I went with them as well. You know, I just want them to read because I just felt wow. that was a huge part of, of learning as well. And, you know, so that, that was one aspect of it. Uh, I, I don't mean that all parents should do that, but that was <laughs> my own, own, own bias. And, you know, it was that, that kind of thing. And I just want them to also know that um, just that they, 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 they could look at their parents and be proud despite knowing that we don't make the big bucks in life. Mm -hmm. And that's the whole thing that I wanted to, to make sure that, you know, um, society as we grow up and even with our children right now in school, um, there can be too much emphasis on grades and everything. And if your, your grade is dependent on your learning and becoming a wise person imbued with all the, the, the wisdom and so on and so forth, yeah, that's good. But a lot of times we think, you know, get your good grades, you know, go put yourself through a uh, um, GEP, and after that, get an IB, right? Not so that at the end of all, you can just get a, a com cushy, comfortable job, and then not have to worry about life again. But that's not the story, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Our lives are all about caring for the people around us, mm. whether we make money or not. That's what makes the world turn, and that's what makes us progress as 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 humanity, isn't it? So all these things are important. I just want our education system formal education to reflect that uh, to be able to produce that kind of citizen at the end of our, our, our school career but at the mm -hmm. same time more informally how we bring up our children at home at play uh, in society in general has there been like a particular ideology or policy that maybe you've had to pivot along the way because you've been in politics for almost like the, more than 30 years and you seem really consistent in like a lot of the things that you're championing <laughs> You know, it, it, it really tracks um, what PAP has been doing all along. And I don't see the PAP uh, changing tack, right? right? Uh, they've all along believed that um, they are the government, government is them. That, they're two different things. The ruling party and party is not Singapore, right? And as I said, you know, they can become the ruling party, then they form the government. But they don't seem to see that way. And they, they continue to behave that way, right? And as things have progressed, now they introduce POPMA, 
Then they introduce fika. I, I hope you, you you know what those are. Yep. But I yep. just want to belabor the point. Mm. Go into the boring details, but <laughs> uh, that's why the, the, the point is that the point is that they still continue to put in laws, legislation, to stymie how Singaporeans uh, uh, operate and behave in society. Like, that's a no no. Sure, I mean, okay, that's one way, and I do see that, right? There's the whole element of silencing possible oppositions, but the other, the other merits of the case, you do see that too, right? In terms of the spreading of falsehoods and what that could do to a country, if we look at America, for sure. example, but oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. John, you're speaking to Dr. Chi. Yeah, no, I'm just wondering. So I'm like, yes. so once okay, again, yeah, let's, look at let's look at what the law was intended for, mm. which, and we actually know because we read the law, both of us, over a course of a week, <laughs> we went through page by page <laughs> and uh, for, for something we won't mention. Mm-hmm. But what it was then applied to with regards to Dr. Chi was doing a debate and he brought up a figure and I know the quote that you were referencing because I saw the quote that he was referencing and he was hit with a POFMA for bringing mm. up the quote and, he, and, and Dr. Vivian Balakrishnan told him to his face, stop spreading falsehoods. And he said, I can reference the quote and I was looking on my phone at the quote mm. that he was referencing. The quote was made. I mean, yes, they never intended for population to hit 10 million. That was clarified earlier in the day before yes, the yes, quote. Yes. Oh, I remember and it was, the quote now. And it yeah. was, yes, and it yeah. was clarified during the debate. This was a media During debate. the debate. Yeah, but yeah. that quote was something that was made. And then Pofma was trotted out. Oh yeah, you don't say 10 million. Well, he didn't no, say- No, it was taken out of context though, I remember. It was taken out slightly out of context, but not but really. But that's the way politics is, right? No, you, but you kind of it, was it falsehood though? But then you have to look at the way that the law is applied. Maybe people deserve to see that quote so that they could have asked the question, is 10 million really what you are looking at? And then they can say during the debate, I'm going to clarify now, can we put this to rest? Instead of saying, POFMA, no, but falsehood. I think where where people see Pofma as overly draconian is that they don't tell you to take it down. You leave it there. You leave that correction, uh-huh. and then you link. I just to, think it's the report. Don't so look it's at the way there. that. Don't okay. Don't look at the I way don't know that. Why I'm defending this. No, I no, I'm no just. Like, interest, uh. I, I see what the intention <laughs> is, but then you need to also look at the application. Yeah. I don't know if I don't know if it was entirely fair in this case. Maybe it was. I don't know. I'm not a judge. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but you see, look at how it was applied. It was applied to silence him when he was bringing up a very salient point that could have been clarified on the spot. He didn't need to be interrupted. He didn't. It didn't need to be. It didn't need to be a headline. It's a headline because he was Pofmart. Yeah. So it didn't need to the, become a headline. It didn't need to be Pofmart. Pofmart became, didn't need to be. I, okay, applied. Once again, I don't know why I'm, I'm fighting for this, right? <laughs> for absolutely no fucking reason. Okay. Content. Yeah. <laughs> Is that? Is that it? Did cause something because it did cause the general population to to be upset at, at the government of the day saying, huh, it's already so crap here. It's already, we cannot, we cannot find a job. We cannot buy a house. Well, then he, maybe he shouldn't have said, we are, you know, we can but accommodate 10 million or whatever. It yeah, shouldn't, but, the but quote shouldn't have been put was, out in the first place. That was the quote. But I mean, he said, he said that well, then he can they clarify. were building Singapore to be able to accommodate up to 10 million someday. But it's not that that was the target. No, well, he didn't say it was the target. He said yeah. toy, the specific words were toyed with the idea. Right. Isn't that not, isn't that not toyed with the idea? I, I don't know. I, I forgot already. <laughs> Doctor thoughts? He <laughs> was there. No, but no, no, basically he's saying that yes, there are legitimate uh, reasons. No, I, I just want to express my, my admiration for the, the, the detail that you, you apparently have been paying attention to. That's important. That's important. But coming back to the point without getting into the intricacies of the debate now. This is where there was another issue where we talk about, talked about the, the employment rate of our PMETs here in mm-hmm, Singapore. Yeah. Okay. I know for a fact that when they started debating about online falsehoods, it was to, you, you know, they're flat, uh, um, flat earthers, isn't it? Yeah. Right? People who are advocating that, you know, the earth is flat. Those are falsehoods, correct? That you, you carry it to a certain extent, it, it can really harm society. Okay. But I'm talking here about statistics. How you interpret it. If you take a, a statistic and you say, let me look at it in the, over the last five years. Yeah. The statistic, statistic may be very different from if you looked at it over the last 10 years, right? But we were Pofma. And yeah. this is where I'm saying that's not what Pofma is supposed to be. If you have to get down into, into the weeds and start talking about interpretation or statistics, you've lost the plot. You, you, you've lost the, the objective of what Pofma is. Exactly. Mm. Right? And, and I'm sure you guys are listening to what? going on in the US uh, the QAnon 
they believe in this wild conspiracy, even though, you know, this pizza joint would just, this, this, you know, and it's, yep. it's, I mean, it's not true at all, but you still keep going on. That is not what we're talking about over here. Mm. And you can really kill conversations. People then, you, you, you have this chilling effect, you know, and that's what I'm saying, that we should be going the other direction, you see, because democracy is where people come together and, and, and they just debate and talk. And, and you create that buzz. And that word buzz didn't come from me. It came from Lee Kuan Yew. He was saying he, he went to Hong Kong and he looked at some of the Asian societies. There was this buzz about it. I'm sure you've, you've been in those societies before. But in this day and age, that's what we need, you see, because you're really talking about innovation. You're talking about creativity, ideas, and how you, you, in Singapore, we're not going to be able to go back to the days where we just cut wages and ask everybody to work harder, for cheaper and faster, right? Mm. You all know, right? You've got to be constantly innovating and just make sure you value added your ideas and so on and so forth, right? Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear and t-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part, for every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. But that's not going to come about. If we're going to have, you know, to, to cut down on debate and to make sure everybody's thinking, will I get Poffman? And if I do this, will I get into trouble? And that kind of thing. And I'm sure even if you don't, Express it right now. It must be back of your head. Oh, oh, yeah. Right? We all were, oh, definitely. Like, I don't want to get puff mud. So, uh, yes. let me be vague on the details. So, so you're <laughs> always qualifying yourself. But I'm just saying that it can't be true. And I, I, I've spoken to to this this billionaire, true blue Singaporean venture capitalist, mm-hmm. and he says that when people actually come about, <laughs> you probably know him. Right, and people uh, when when, when and, and he's based in in the U.S. and it's I think we were talking about Palo Alto, when people <laughs> that come about, they see what are the problems and how to solve solve the world's problems, right? Mm-hmm. But that's coming from him, right? But you see, when Singaporeans get together, what do we do? We talk about property prices, how much you can sell HDB for, what my stocks and so on and so forth, and that's why I see <laughs> that, that and I see I, I see okay now we, we may be generalizing, but you, you know what I'm trying to get at you see because all your 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 Entrepreneurs, all the people that are going to change the world, whether it's your J.K. Rawlings or Steve Jobs, they don't come from countries that continue to, you know, exercise state censorship. Otherwise, you see North Korea coming up with a lot of, right, mm-hmm. uh, um, all these yeah. great minds and so on and so forth. And this is where I think we are at the crossroads now. Where are we headed mm. for? Uh, um, headed towards? And I think all this is important. Like people mm-hmm. may say, yeah, you know, human rights. You can't eat human rights. They're not going to put food on my table, isn't it? Very true. But I'm just saying that the political freedoms have that. You do, you don't see it, mm. but it's hugely important to society and how we progress into the uh, um, future. You've spoken up against censorship. And, and hey, sorry, sorry. I've been you guys. Fucking hold this for a long time. This usually when the, the good the good question and answer usually happen. <laughs> so guys, uh, John's going to pee. That's why it's empty. But we're going to continue anyway. Um, so like you've spoken <laughs> up against censorship and like you've been a champion for dom- democracy, but you've also mentioned like countries like US where there's falsehoods like you know Kuei Non and all this, right? So if Pofma was applied correctly, quote unquote, like to actual falsehoods, for example, right? Would would you be okay with Pofma? Or if, I yeah. guess that there's a debate there, isn't it? Right, carry out to a certain extent, then you've got to have uh, to be able to put a stop. But to me, I I just think that that's another level of, you know, argument already where your society, and I'm talking about Singapore yeah. right now, yeah. where we've just been so hampered and hindered in our open conversation and open debate for more than half a century. Mm. And, and, you know, you're going to knock another nail into the coffin and I'm just saying, you're just, you're just going to, to make things right now, it's already unviable. Mm. How are you going to make it even worse? Right, so this is where I'm saying we're not even at that level yet. Let's be sensible about it. Nobody is saying the extremes yeah. are correct, yeah. but right now we're at this end of it that we need to make some progress. Okay, 
I think where uh, Minister Shanmugam was coming from, and I really like this. Uh, we me, actually, so to be fair, me and John actually had a conversation with Minister Shanmugam about Pofma. And the example he brought up was what happens if a building collapses? We, we need to respond immediately. That's why we need the Pofma. And we were like, we are so on board with this. But what about when it's applied to people, you know, when it's applied to perhaps have the effect of silencing or discrediting certain people. Mm. And that was our big fear and that's exactly what happened. Like when it's used as a, like when it's targeted. Like when it's targeted. And yeah. the problem is it's usually targeted one way. It's mm. never the other way. Mm. I don't know if anyone from the PAP has been Pof served a Pofman notice. <laughs> I'm going to say no, but I don't know. Don't Pofman me. Speaking of which though, so like I think we, we've spoken quite at length about, okay, like certain values that you've upheld, mm. um, certain things that you believe the PAP has gotten wrong. But curiously, is there anything that, you've, that you're quite happy with with the status quo? Any policies that you feel like the PAP did right in some sense? You, you know, at the beginning, in the beginning, I, I could see when they started fighting for Singapore as well, they actually used what was... Mm their freedoms you know, to actually bring about independence. Otherwise, I said, we'd still be say, uh, singing God Save the Queen. Now God Save the Queen King. King. Right? Instead of Majula Singapura. Yeah. Okay? King. But yeah. you see how things go? Mm. They use their, their, their political freedoms to get into power and thereafter then make sure that nobody exercise, exercise that same, same political right. You see? So I can see when early on uh, when they did what they did I would have very, very been very taken in as well in terms of, hey, here is this group of people wanting to, to fight for uh, an independent, free Singapore. And that was something, uh, uh, you know, uh, but sadly thereafter, they never saw the need to be able to respect those rights that they um, used uh, for Singaporeans uh, other than themselves, you see. Okay. Mm. Recently, we've also seen quite a shift, right? So in the last elections, like um, WP won two GRCs and like um, Mr. Pritam Singh has been recognised as like the um, leader of opposition. Leader of opposition. We've also seen PSP get really close and they've been given two NMP seats. Like, do you feel a sense of envy that these parties were able to do, you know, were able to win these seats? Or do you feel like, okay, great, there's progress being made because there are more opposition voices now in parliament? Yeah. Like, Where's where's that? It's the latter. It really is the latter. I think if you're in this game, you don't. You, 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 it's it's hard for you to be to, uh, um, toiling under that kind of of uh, um, envy. Mm -hmm. you, you know, it's important. You got to keep your mind focused on what's good for Singapore. Okay. Uh, I mean, it also paves the way for more opposition. Sure. Yes. Yeah. And, and for us, uh, um, you know, because we had a lot of. Uh, we started from a very low base. His historical baggage and so on and so forth. And for a long time, people felt that we were bad boys of, of <laughs> opposition. It, it is true, you see. But sure, um, but, but we'll come through the ranks. And I, I say the better days uh, um, ahead for us, not mm -hmm. just for SDP, but opposition as a whole. And difficult as things are, have been and are right now, I continue to remain hopeful that we'll see a better do, future. Do you feel like if the opposition came together, they are ready to govern? Well, you, you think about it, that was the same question they asked of the PAP. The British asked us, Yeah. okay, we let you have become independent. Are you ready to govern? Nobody's ready to govern, <laughs> right? Until you're given that. You know, that's why, and, and this is- No, no but this, then the, the other point- The party will have the balls to say yes, No, right? but you, they are so different. Like SDP is not the same as WP. They are like as different. In fact, WP yeah. is closer to PAP than mm. what SDP would be. And you can't say that like reform party is not close to either sure. of them. Yeah, yeah, everyone is so unique. How can you just form a coalition? No, like, I mean- as I mean, for him, he's like, they, you, you advocate for retrenchment benefits. Yeah. I don't think Jamus has, I don't think anyone from WP has ever mentioned retrenchment benefits. Right. So no, then my, when my, my point being in an assessment of opposition that we have today, right? As you go for mm -hmm. election, you gotta be ready to to at some point govern like what if we all win, right? Yeah. And as I said, okay. you know, I brought this up about PAP a long time ago. I wasn't trying to be glib about it. But you know, when, when you're given that situation, you find that the good people rise to the fore. Sure, there's always this uh, um, chance that, you know, things could screw up. Yeah. Correct? But this is where I, I come back again uh, to Singapore. Because we are so afraid, yeah. we don't act, we don't behave in a hopeful way. We keep acting in a very fearful, gassy way. Yeah. You know, better not do this because right. things 
like uh, 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 we're fearful of the unknown. Mm-hmm. But guess what? In this day and age, that's what I mean by innovation, right? You ask anybody, all the entrepreneurs, did they know they were going to get up to this point and be so successful? No, you take chances, mm-hmm. and if you don't get it right the first time, let's do it again, and let's do it again, and until we begin to to push forward. But that's what I'm talking about—the the, the national culture. About us, you see, our, our mentality. Mm. We're so afraid to try new things, and that's why I think ultimately that's going to hinder us. And I'm telling you, look around the region; people are moving ahead. Okay, like it or not, All right? And and if we keep comparing us, ourselves with the worst off and says, "Hey, we're just very happy and and you know, contented and that kind of thing," we'll be left behind very quickly. So that's what I'm trying to get at in the sense that we've got to have that that daring doula. Mm. Uh, and and it, I'm still not seeing because people are still acting out of or voting out of fear than really out of hope. And if you look at our policies, I, I'm talking about here. I'm talking about SDP. Now. We've taken pains to put up policy papers, which I know that 90% of people find. Please don't talk about it. It's so boring. <laughs> no, but really. But if we didn't, right? Uh, how do we know retrenchment uh, benefits? Yep. Our educational policies, and we back it up with references and so on and so forth, and just trying to reason with you to see see our point of view. You see, but I know that during elections, it's you know it's all one liners and your slogans and everything. Soundbites. But I just wanted to show. So why do we do it? Because we wanted to show Singaporeans that we're capable. And you've got to understand, you see, when a ruling party comes in, the people don't do. Uh, the, the, it's the politicians there that set the direction. It's the civil servants. Then they can begin to do put in the nuts and bolts and make sure that the policies are taken care of, mm. that they're implemented, they're executed, as you know, uh, um, those in elected positions. Mm. But this is where I'm saying: you see, if we if if we don't do that, and if we don't uh, rush, uh, do just reason with the people and show them. And I can name you uh, uh, chapter and verse how the PAP has slowly begun to adopt our policies. Mm. I, I, right. I, I kid you not. Okay, and this is something which, but then we don't get. Uh, the media doesn't, you know, we put it on our, our, our blogs, our, our websites, and so on and so forth. No, but, but I think where, people uh, notice. People definitely yeah. notice. Mm. So hopefully we will we'll continue to do this. And and you know, I don't mean to say nan 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 a copycat that kind of thing. You see, but it's, it's, <laughs> but it's we important. We just want to cut that out. I The bleep 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 that kind of thing. No, yeah. but uh, what I'm just trying to say that that uh, that's where I think the opposition. Brings value to yeah. the whole process, mm. and I, I just wanted to put this out so that you know, in that sense, that we're not always opposing. Yeah. And in my campaigns, I've always said, don't just vote against the PAP, mm. vote for the SDP, and I and I meant that. You see, and I'm hoping that people will come and see. It may, it may take a little while more. Yeah. But. I mean, it's it's tiring for people to read the manifestos, but I think there's definitely like a. Li- I mean, even if it's just the blurb of it or the shot of it I think it's very useful because you want to know okay what is your position on retrenchment benefits what is your your COVID what was your COVID policy you know to manage the crisis are you like prepared for a crisis like this can I trust you you know all these things are very important Mm -hmm. and that's what you should really look into each and every party has different things that they advocate for they're not all the same mm. so I think there's certain value in reading yes. things that now that them in their own words like this generation is so used to TikTok where like everything is 15 seconds 30 seconds so like manifestos yeah, need to man. be like 15 seconds it needs to be like, like WP and yeah. he's like yeah this year we are busting <coughs> like I'm gonna say a hard no Yo, their, their video though their G video was so good yeah it was it was it <laughs> yeah. was for me, mm. it would be oh sorry, I was gonna say something. I, I I definitely do depart from you. Would be um Ooh. more on the spicy. no, it's not even spicy. <laughs> it's just with um, public protest, something that I'm just not for. Public protest and um, free speech. I'm a bit like okay, not so important to me. Yeah, like or, is or okay. what kind of free speech? What kind right? of yeah. free, not even what kind? I'm okay with you saying anything, but I don't. I think it's very disruptive to business and I don't think mm. that we can take like our country for granted mm. in many ways the 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 fact that it's very safe very friendly to do business I think it was my experience in the US so when you went to the US you were a bit more like oh okay these are the freedoms when I went to the US I was like this is same. Awful. Same. I just terrible. came back from the US and I was, I was looking around. I was. Um, I know. Yeah. State, right. I'm like, oh my god, this is freedom of speech. Yeah, they try to throw um like paint on me, like oh this anti anti animal, and I was like, it's fake. It's <laughs> fake. It's not real fur. And they were like, don't lie. And I was like, why would I lie? 
buy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, you think I don't have enough money to buy a fifty thousand dollar mink coat? Like this is yeah. from Taobao. Like, I can show you a chain. W- when I was there, there was there was this huge like they were singing the and they were protesting. Yeah, yeah they were singing some some religious stuff like it's in front of a church and talking about how abortion is bad. Which okay, okay, there's two sides of the argument, and they were just like singing the rosary and whatnot, which is their right. And so it stops traffic. Everyone's just stopping there, and then there's some guy that just goes there and blasts his own hip-hop music that has a lot of vulgarity and he spins right in front of yeah, them. Man. And then he just keeps going and just like, okay, all well, these things just... It's freedom of speech both ways. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. And look at the amount of homelessness and um, I don't know, man. But then but then I look at like their policy. It doesn't differ too, too much from ours. And I'm like, well, you have all this freedom of speech and that's what you did with it. Mm. So I, I to, to me, it's like, I, I don't so agree with sure. that. I, and I, I, you know, it's, it's almost like um, a hammer, right? I give you a tool. What do you do with it, yeah. right? Mm. You either use it for constructive purposes or you can use it for violent purposes. The same thing with freedom of speech. You have a tool there. But you don't want to be deprived of that tool, isn't it? But that's when I think regulations come in and say, use it for this, but not for that. You know, and that's why I suppose, okay, there must be this. Yeah, that's what I'm saying in that sense that uh, um, there must be this this ongoing debate about how, where does this freedom of speech go? And we're not advocating freedom of speech with absolute freedom of speech, no. Where the line is. I I, I wouldn't, you know, you, you cannot yell fire when you're in a, say, in a cinema. Oh yeah, of that's course, illegal. we won't even... We, 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 we won't yeah. argue with that. Yeah. yeah. But I'm saying that's the same thing with POFMA. What do you do, you see? Okay, there's always this uh, um, tendency, ability for the government to abuse it. Yeah. And that's why I'm saying you've got to have that, that checks and balances. Like, where where that, that thing goes too far, you want to stop it. On the other hand, right, when freedom of speech goes too far, then you've got to have tools to be able to make sure you ring fence it and say, no, that's beyond the pale. I should yeah, have been more clear in my speech. I think it was the freedom to protest was what I was. Yeah, yeah. Freedom to public protest would sure. be one area where like, I guess we would disagree. Mm. Mm. But I do see how sometimes the way that we go about cracking down on it can be a little bit over the top. It should never ruin someone's life. It should never be crushing. Okay, so just to step a little bit away from politics, <laughs> just yeah. like a few filler questions. Right? Yeah. Um, somebody asks... <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> <the teacher. laughs> Somebody. Uh, she wants okay. to know what are your hobbies and how do you maintain them? <laughs> yeah, we need this. We need do you have any interesting hobbies. Yeah, I used to. I used to, but again, I don't don't want to to bore you guys. But you know, I, I guess for me, when I just found just very a lot more calming effect when I could just sit with myself down with a book and, and just, just read. And then after a little while, then I just get very restless as well, right? So like any of you, I just need to get out, you know. And it's I used to be able, here. yeah, I used yeah. to be able to go out and, and, and uh, um, cycle a little bit and mm. swim a little bit and then just, just you know, do more, more, more physical st- uh, um, activities. Yeah, sports yeah, sports yeah. and everything. He's so, also excellent at music. I think he's playing it down, but. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that the whole that it, you you must define no, play, playing in a very liberal. Yeah, he has covers online. You wow. guys invite no, 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 no. people on this podcast. Do you know research? Challenge. Wow, damn. Let's go, let's go He's a current trend on TikTok. You can. So no, if you go to his cafe. But if you guys, if you guys have got uh, musically inclined, please you know come down to the cafe. I've got the little area in there where you know we've got uh, um, people who requested to busk. Okay, yeah, you know, yeah. I don't know why it's bus or not like we can call it because mm-hmm. it's red. Yeah. But just, just play, you know. Open mic, okay, so in that way, you can also support the arts. Yeah. Yes, uh, that's what I've been working I'm hoping to be able okay, to Okay, so we're, we're going to go down. Yeah. We're going to play a song. Yes, we're going to yeah. go down. John, <laughs> John, John is a uh, guitar player as well. Uh, really? Yes. No. Sorry, you amongst them, they are, they are both very good. No, no, oh yeah. yeah. I actually have to say then. John Paul. Mm. All three of them, mm. they are really mm. musically inclined. So maybe you guys can form like a... You guys are most welcome. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so another question too. is, now, if, if you weren't in politics, what what would you be doing? Oh, what I, I started doing 30 years ago. Mm. Teaching. Like was, yeah, teaching. <laughs> what exactly were you teaching? I was uh, uh, in psychology. And I was doing that, that area of psychology that was a lot more um, biologically um, oriented, mm. like medically oriented. I was doing a lot of, of uh, neuro neuroscience. 
but that was seems like many moons ago, and I just left. Over the years, but but I I, I yeah. dare say that if I hadn't had this acted on my fancy at that time, I would still <laughs> probably you know re- retired by now. I think yeah. a less yeah. storied life. Less storied life. I did see on TikTok someone was like saying like. Oh, look at him, stupid Paul. Look at his uh, take on COVID. He knows nothing. Chi Sun Juan. And I was like, Dr. Chi Sun Juan used to, like, people have no respect. Respect, mm. okay, the professors from NUS. They work mm. really hard to get there. And not to mention, Paul, Dr. Paul Tambaya is yes. an actual doctor. Yes. I was yes. like, seriously, all these TikTok, these Gen Z, you know? Mm. Y'all don't learn. Yeah, and also on that note, right? So this is a two-parter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, is there a particular individual? that you've met or come across, right? Over all your time, um, that's intimidated you greatly. I I haven't come across anybody that, you know, you, you, you've just come. You know, people whom, yes, you, you've held in high regard, yes. Um, but intimidated, well, I suppose maybe if I come before an MMA fighter, then, <laughs> then maybe. Jonathan Paul, ladies and gentlemen. He doesn't look it, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, in that sense, but I, I just, uh, uh, I know what you're talking about. But it's clearly not intimidated by you. But it's, I've had people whom I've had great admiration for, but you yeah. know, I mean, okay, like, if they've not come out and just threatened me physically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so that was actually my other question. The, the second half of this, which is that who is somebody that you really look up to? If it's a Singaporean or anybody else? Hopefully a Singaporean. Yeah. Well, you know, people who have endured a tremendous amount of hardship and just lived to tell the tale. And at this point, I just want to give a shout out to this person whom I'm sure that uh, um, a lot of younger generations don't know about. His name is Chia Taipo. He was actually in jail for collectively, I think altogether in total, nearly 30 years. And all the government wanted from him is confess that you are a communist. And he says, no, I'm not. And just based on that one uh, line, he held firm to his his uh, belief and just honest with himself and to the world. Um, and, and, and they put him in behind bars for a better part of his life, you see. So, I, I you know, that's something which, as I said, I don't know mm. if I can do the same thing if I was mm. faced with that. Situation. Yeah, you don't see your kids. You don't have any information yeah. when you're out. Was it under ISA? No, she, yes, ISA. Right, she okay. didn't have kids. Okay. She had someone who left him. I, I don't know what happened, but you know, he didn't have an opportunity because he, he was um, arrested and, and detained when he was 23. And he's out now. Right. Wow. Yeah, he's he's out. And he came out when he's after about 30 years, and he's out now. And so that that's a very sad part of, of, of Singapore. But I, I suppose yeah, like, to answer your question, yeah, yeah someone like him. I, Speaking of figures, I'm not sure how comfortable you are speaking about this, but I think there was quite a public like fallout between you and Mr. Cham Sitong, like as part of the history of SDP as well. Like, did you guys at any point make up in some way? I guess for me, you know, uh, not not uh, make uh, make up. Yeah, confused. Like reconcile. You know, there were there were occasions like where we I where we met up, and I went up to him and I said, look, I mean, I've moved on. Okay. And I told him I bore no grudges. Mm. And in fact, there was an episode where um, we sat down and we had contemplated on him returning to the party. Oh, okay. But as things turned out, that fell through. But as I said, to this day, I wish him only the best. And I've, you know, no, no, I've held no grudge. And, you know, he would, I, I'm sure, um, would think that something like this has, has happened a long time ago. Under the bridge, yeah, yeah it, it was something that, you know, the PAP has blamed me for. But I've come out chapter and verse again, right? And said that it was actually quoted a judge's ruling. Um, and I've showed that I was not responsible for it. It was differences with him. And I had just joined the SDP at that time. Yeah, um, I did see it, it on another ship. They yeah. published a very in-depth look at it and it just does seem that it was it had nothing really And as I said, you know, I said, look, I, I, I've moved on. There was something I haven't... Yeah. Life is too short for us to hold. Of course. Continue mm. to bear grudges. And, and did he thing. move on? I, that is something which you've got to ask, Mr. Chum. I cannot yeah. answer. Not possible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so I, I, guess, I guess to round this, this whole episode off, 
Um, the last question is thoughts on retiring. <laughs> <laughs> Does being an FMB owner help in that regard? Yield not the temptation. But you know, it's 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 okay like this time when you're at this time of your life, it just you know, uh, it's not too far away. But at this, uh, uh, you know, having said that, uh, I'm still. I don't feel very different like, in that sense. That yeah, yeah, you look sprightly. In, in, in terms yeah. of, of just your uh, 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 thoughts, uh, your, your, your mental well-being, mm. I still feel I've got some good years left to contribute to society and that's where mm. I'm going. Nice. Thank yeah, you very much. I think your much. voice is definitely mm. still needed you know, in, in, this po- in political discourse nowadays. Thank you. I, I fully intention to, to, go, to go there. So, but you I know, we've got... He's so young. <laughs> Speaking of his voice, I, I I think his voice right is the most soothing of I, all yeah. the guests. Yeah. Go, go fight with the psychologist. Like he's, he's, yeah. the way he's, the way you speak right, really? draws people oh, in to listen. Yeah. You know, to like every every word you are saying, <laughs> it's very beefy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very charismatic <laughs> at the same time. Fantastic. It's like a storybook, like mm. an ebook, ebook. You should do. Oh my goodness, yeah. yeah it's a great side hustle if you ever. Especially since you love reading books. Just read it out loud yeah, with a microphone. Because they pay, they pay royalties if you read the ebooks. No, they can probably yeah, yeah. just record a print of, like you just get, get you to read some a few lines, then they can use AI to just read anything Talk in your voice. Have you anything. done a <laughs> reading of your book? No, I mean the audio books, right? Yeah, it yeah. would be yeah. great yeah. to do an audio book. I just want to maybe consider and, one and then, of these And days. then because, yeah. you know, you can actually get it translated and then, you know, more people can hear a message. A lot of old people don't have the faculty to read anymore. Mm. Like I'll try I'll, I'll try writing a novel first and then see what, you know. Yeah. Or which, means, which means the almost never. Case, smaller <laughs> Hey guys, thanks so much for watching this episode of the Daily Catch-Up Podcast. A massive thank you to Dr. Chi for joining us. And also Jade for joining us. Thanks for having me. If you like this episode, make sure to like, share, and subscribe, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay, like your voice is so very nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank like you. A- this is your daily catch-up. <laughs> it's damn different when you hear it in real life. Hear it real life. Hear it in real life, in person. Worse, huh? Better, lah. Hey, thanks, then. man. <laughs> nice lick. <laughs> Stop. <laughs>